Hello, welcome to the Serial Immigrant Show. It's Naomi. How are you today? I am so glad again. Thank you for spending this time with me. And today is such a special episode. Um, I've been hinting that I want to invite people to share their stories and to be to be inspired. Yeah, that we will inspire each other. My goodness, English is trying to skip from me in the beginning, but we are holding on and we are going strong. And today's guest is such an amazing young woman. I met her at an IOM seminar. I heard her speak for five minutes and my mouth dropped because I thought she was so amazing. She's just 14 years old, but um, she was speaking with so much, uh, you know, she, she knew what she was talking about. You know, that person you, you see is talking and you're like, you, they grab your attention immediately. And I was like, I want to have this, and actually, it wasn't even my idea to have her on the show. One of the ladies, uh, Miss Dora, that was in the seminar, she was like, did you see that girl? I'm like, yes, I saw her. She is amazing. And she was like, you should have her on her show. And it was, yes, of course, I have to ask her. So thank you so much, Miss Sephora. Welcome to the show. How are you? Tell, tell us a little bit about yourself, your name, where you come from, your age, you know, just something about yourself. You're welcome. Okay. Thank you for welcoming me, first of all, to your show. It's um, a pleasure. <laughs> okay. My name is Sephora Kapia. I am 14 years old. Um, I'm originally from Congo, but I lived in Uganda for five years and I can say it's a place that I know very much that I lived, but originally I'm from Congo. I lived there for eight years until, okay, it, till I was eight years. And now I am in Norway. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. I actually have also lived in Uganda for many, many years. I'm also Congolese. How, how long have you been in Norway? Um, it's now one year. Wow, you are fresh, new, and you came in the pandemic. Yes. I'm, I'm sorry, how was that for you? Yes, it was difficult, you know, with the check control at the airport. And, you know, we are a lot of children, six children. Wow. With a lot of young kids. So it was so disturbing to carry the luggage because you know wow. it's from a new place like going to reset to like moving away from your home to a new home mm -hmm. so you have to take all the things that you think are important so it was a lot of things to take with and carrying the luggage we dropped at it was three airports and it was wow. really difficult with the pro protection protecting yourself because of the corona thing yeah and then you had to take off you know it is very cold here in Norway. Yeah. So we put on a lot of like we didn't <laughs> have like these clothes for winter. So we had to take what we had. Yeah. Yes. And we it since it was a lot of control, they had mm. to tell us to take off all the clothes and check not all. Like, oh. Clothes. Yeah. And then you put it back on again. They check. So it was <sighs> quite difficult. Yes. I and then we reached at home. It was again ten days in quarantine. <sighs> That is so that's so boring, but I am so glad you were well dressed for the weather because you yeah. know what when we came, 
we were very naive. We didn't know very much about, maybe we knew, but we didn't pay attention. We didn't think it was going to be that big of a deal. <laughs> I think we undermined how cold Norway can get. And we moved in the north of Norway and we were like, wow, this is some nothing we've never experienced before. But yeah. I'm so I'm so glad you're here. I uh, welcome to Norway, I guess. One year is, mm. is like just like yesterday. And mm. um yeah, um, so you're 14 years old, you've been mm-hmm. in Norway for one year. What but is it's about 15, so it's kind of you're 15. about 15. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry, young lady. I like to make myself old, but I just like it. <laughs> Girl, let me tell you, when in a few years you will you will be happy that you're young so don't don't worry about (laughs) being older you will surely get older so enjoy your childhood anyway um what surprised you most as a person when you arrived to this country well in fact it was a lot of things like Mm. since it's a completely different place and you know first of all it was the weather Mm -hmm. though you have friends or people who live in like this western life they can tell you about the weather and tell you, like it's really cold, but you can't imagine it because mm. according, imagine here it gets even about minus 15 degrees. Yeah. In, and yet in Uganda, it has even never gotten to 15 degrees. No. So you can't imagine. And the place is completely different. It was so surprising. Mm. And what mostly surprised me it was at school. Mm it is very different. Like the, everything was completely different. Even the way they study, mm-hmm. it surprised me. I was like, mm, I thought it would be at least some, yeah, uh, yes, some same things. Yeah. Like that, no. Was it a good surprise or was it like a hard surprise and how did you handle it? Um, It was, there were also good surprises. I was surprised. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, but like, about the bite of Lemothy. Uh like the good surprises, mm. you know, it's a good life kind of okay, I can say mm. better because mm. even I've been living a good life, I can just say it's a bit better. Mm. But in some way, like social way, I mm. can say the life that I've been living is quite better. Because mm. you know, we are used like me, I'm used to living with people, like living around wow. people, a mm. place where people speak like very social. Yeah. And mm-hmm. here it's just like in the house, in the house, in the house. Uh, in fact, I can say that was the surprising thing because I never thought it would be this, uh, like just you and your home. I thought uh, at least it would be like a, a socialization. I yeah. thought that's something that's common everywhere, but it was not. So I can say not, so. Not in Norway. Um, yeah. I, I think that is a little bit sad. And I think a lot of immigrants noticed that about this country that people can be a little bit uh, on the look at they closed out and like they say Norwegian and and it can be challenging and if you're if you're like us you come from Uganda people talk to each other strangers or in the taxi Mm -hmm. on the street it can be hard but I've for you as a young person, you were like 13 when you arrived, 13, 12? Yes, it was, yeah, almost 14. Oh, almost. Okay, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. Almost 15, almost uh, 14. Um, how, how did you go around, you know, 
how how are things now compared to when you arrived? You you know you notice this big of a change how people you know socialize in a very different way and people are more home alone. You know, not a lot of meeting. How has that changed uh, since you arrived? Has it changed for the better? Yes, Have you find, I, found people? Mm. Yes, I can say it has changed because when I came, I never went directly to school. I had to go to Nosh course, like mm. to learn Nosh, a bit of Nosh, and then go to school. But then when I went to school, in fact, like, like sincerely speaking, it was very difficult to mm. get along with the students in class. Still now, till now it is a bit difficult, but not like mm. before. With yeah. the socialization, socialization mm. I, because most of the time I'm just at school and then I come at home because I don't usually go out to play. Mm. So I can say it is much better now. Like, and you know, it was difficult even to communicate because of the language. Mm. But yeah. it was a bit easier for me since I knew English. Wow, that's so, good. Yeah. So, and you're very good at English, by the way. Let me just say that. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Mm. <laughs> okay. And then, but now I can say it is quite good. Like I can speak with the students in my class. That's like a, a bit more social now. But mm. apart That's from good. apart from knowing English. Because I personally, when I arrived, I had the same struggle, even though I was much older, I was 17 years old when I arrived. Mm -hmm. Of course, I went through Noshkush for a few months, and then I went to Vidiragwenda, which is high school. And it was a bit intimidating for me to start conversations, to, uh, to even talk to people. I could speak you know, some Norwegian to be able to do that, but I found it hard in the beginning. What do you say? people can do better like young people can do to get over this fear to get over this boundary and just you know make some friends what 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 can people do or what can Norwegians do even okay that is really okay like for me personally mm. it, it was difficult but then in fact I'm a Christian I believe in Jesus Amen. so I yes I used to just pray to God and just say God please help me and really wow. my God answers my prayer like Amen. sometimes in class eh, mm. you you feel just comfortable like you feel okay comfortable and for those people who like have those kind of struggles mm. I can just say that okay you know in this country okay I can just say the students it's you, we can just try to understand them because now when I was mm. new, I never I could never understand them that well. But at least I used to reflect back to the old days when I was also at school. And mm. then I think when we used to get new students, mm. they used to do this and this. And then mm. I kind of say, but then there was a time that we used to be together with them. What mm. did they do that did help us? So I tried to reflect on that. And mm. then... I try to put the mind together with what is going on. So yeah. I kind of say like, okay, so they must be feeling like this if I do this. Yeah. Like I say, so it's just normal. It's because I mean, I'm new, but mm. when I get long, they will get used to me just because I'm new. You know, wow. when you are new, people have like different thoughts of you. Yeah. But when you continue to live together with them, they get to know you better. Well, that's a good, such a good point. By the way, mm. I also believe in prayer, like prayer never fails, but also that point you just made that just giving things time and, yes. you know, staying and being patient and understanding that, you know, getting to uh, know people 
takes time and people need some mm. time to get to know you. Like, and I do yeah. share the same experience that once I got to be comfortable and people saw who I was and, mm. you know, conversations became natural. And before you know it, you are invited to do something mm. together. And before you know it, you have a friend or two. So I do agree, like patience, patience is definitely yes. a, a yes. factor here. Mm. And, and one more point, like to really work hard with the language. Oh, yes. With the language. Because some people just come here and say, okay, it's my life. I don't have to like care. Mm. So I'm just going to live here. But oh, you wow. have to also work hard with like mostly for mostly those who have grown up, it's difficult like to learn a new language, but much yep. easier for kids. But mostly it's most important for like those adults. Mm. to learn it because if you learn the language then imagine if you just imagine if in Norway people could speak English and mm. you come from Uganda and you speak English yeah though you are new at least don't you think things would be much better wow so, mm. yes that's why people also should work hard on learning the language then to be mm-hmm. it's easier than it can be yes by the way, guys, this is an almost 15-year-old giving us very, very good life advice. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Fora. That is that is wonderful advice. Yeah, we, we should learn things. We should, um, you know, it, it's 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 work hard, it's hard work, but mm-hmm. um I'm also glad you're reflecting on what the other party, you know, you know, like you reflected on how your mm. classmates needed time to get to know you. And that, that's such a great thing to keep in mind that people need, don't dismiss people right away that, oh, Norwegians don't talk to people and that's it. You know, give things time, give your environment time. My next question is, what, you're already an amazing woman and I have to say, I'm looking forward to, you, you know, your, you in, in uh, almost 25, almost 30. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm very excited about, you know, what can be for your future. But what do you imagine your life would be like in 10 years? 10 years. Mm. I'm really looking forward. I really want that day to come. <laughs> you really want to grow, huh? <laughs> like I remember since I was 13, I said, oh my gosh, I wonder how it would be when I'm 18 years, but now mm. I'm nearing to the age. <laughs> yes. yes. So in 10 years, then I would be 25. Then yep. I guess I might, if I get married, maybe at 18 or 19 or 20, oh. I guess I will have maybe one child or two kids mm-hmm. with my own house. Mm-hmm. And I guess life would be easy, like Ooh. financially, <laughs> like with yeah. a big house mm. and with my career, when I'm like, my career is really been like a hit <laughs> yeah tell tell yeah. us about it yeah I, i'm really glad um you know that vision is wonderful uh you know it's very uh noble to look forward to build a family and things like mm. that but i actually heard from someone that you uh before you even came you wanted to be a journalist tell us about that i thought that was really interesting oh journalist yes that's my dream since i was a kid but wow. then, yes, I have always wanted journalists. Still now, I, I still want it, but I'm like in the middle of two things. I want to be a journalist and I also think about being a lawyer, but mostly uh, my mind is on being a journalist. How, how really did you love... come up? Yeah, yeah? sorry. I, I think you were, you were going to say what I was going to ask. How, what, where did this come from? Where did this uh, dream come from? 
oh okay the dream it mm. is since i was a kid like you know even people have talents mm. and sometimes people don't discover their talents by themselves but mm. people come and tell them that this is really your talent mm. so even being a journalist it was when i was a kid mm. i really used to speak a lot <laughs> like i would speak very much and very speedy that my father uh, used to tell me oh you girl you speak very much you'll be a journalist wow. and i really like those kind of words like you know when parents say some words Mm. parents words are powerful that's true they have been saying oh so someone speaks very speedy or very much this guy is a journalist and say wow. okay I'll be a journalist then yes wow that is that is wonderful i have to give a shout out to your dad for <laughs> you know because some parents can go can say oh you speak too much you should speak less you you should you know keep quiet sometimes but your father actually pointed out a strength in your character like oh you can use your words for something important yes, really and true. that is amazing kudos to your father um mm. respect to you sir if you hear this podcast um <laughs> wow so you wanted to be a journalist and a lawyer how where did that the, the lawyer part come from is there the anything in your life that inspired you to the lawyer part is really kind of weird <laughs> mm. okay if you know in uganda people like in during quarantine time we were just mm. in houses forward so mm. we used to watch this series z world mm. i don't know if you know it who is z world oh i think i've heard it mm. yes these indian movies mm. and like you know there would be a part when they go to court mm. and then someone is innocent but then you they say that you are guilty and mm. then i would say but then if this person just goes and does this and that then yeah. you would be like innocent and then i never had uh, any social media by then but it was my brother and my parents who had phones and sometimes when you you would hear like saying what them saying okay there was this man who was being discriminated about this and that mm. so since then i've been thinking if i become a lawyer then mm. I can help those who are innocent yeah. but then being like guilty and I really liked it not just mm. because to help people but I really like being alive I just mm. like it. Mm. Yeah, it that's, that, that, that's amazing. Is there like um I think we are going to come around uh, we are going to come to that later on how you can what things you you can do or things you're doing already right now in your present that can help you realize all these big dreams that you have you know financial stability quite a great dream having a family and uh being responsible and all of that they are quite big dreams so what what is important to you I, i think you maybe have hinted this a little bit what is important to you as a young person that you wish adults could support you more Oh that one singing. Oh. Yes. Really? Yes. That's that's great. Do you want yes. you want you want adults in your life to support your you know yes that passion of yours. Yes. Oh, but what do you think they can do like maybe your teachers your parents how can they support you to achieve some of these dreams that you have? What do you wish you can get help in? Like for now or even later? um for now or later you decide okay like for now i can say because we are new in norway no jobs mm. no 
speak yeah. in like what so no connections mm. but if uh, people like help me like get like connections with people mm. thing like coaches because in wow. fact I don't even have a coach I just sing by myself in the house and then yeah like, why don't you keep what this is not <laughs> thing. you have to keep quiet don't have to be singing every time so if I really have like someone who coaches me like with a place where I can sing like freely and wow. like financially yeah. and like to participate in some of the singing contests like hmm. concerts things like that yeah and also with advice that that's is- wow those are great things those are great things and i'm sure i'm very positive that if anyone is hearing this uh where where in Norway do you live songdal songdal uh so uh, oh my god i'm very bad at the map of norway i'm thinking is that in the west <laughs> or in, in the Vietland. In this land, oh my yeah. God. Oh, you know, there is an organization called um, Fest Spill. And mm. they, um, first, oh my God, I hope I'm getting this right. I'm going to share that with you after, but there is actually a lot of opportunity in this land that can help you. Um, especially if you want to develop a talent in singing and, you know, things that you're expressing. And there are very many young people like you from different backgrounds that get coaching and they do a lot of big performances. And I think it would be so great to you. I, I will send you a link later and you mm-hmm. can check it out and see. Mm-hmm. I don't know okay. how far from Bergen you live, but you can see what you, what you can work with. I don't think we live very, very far from Barkin. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we will check. But that's mm. great. That's great that you mentioned. I happen to be one of the adults that are he- hearing you. But I also want to say to every- anyone that might hear Miss um, Sephora's dreams, and you can send her any organization, you know, connect her to anyone or in- something that can help her achieve her dreams you've heard from herself uh, when it comes to singing, uh, what she can do to be successful at 18 as she wants to be a successful <laughs> journalist slash lawyer or maybe both. Um, <laughs> please uh, contact me and I'll be very happy to share with her. I also share you some, some organizations that I think can benefit you, Sephora. Mm, thank but you. Mo- yeah, of course. Uh, moving on. Um, wow, we've talked a little about uh, you know, but I, I want to really know um, what is one achievement that you're mostly proud of? I know you're just 15, but I don't want to assume that um, you haven't done things that you're proud of in your life. It can be something with school. It can be something with fam- that has to do with family, whatever you can think of that you really think I'm proud of this. One achievement that I'm proud of. It can be two. You could have a lot. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. In fact, that question I've been thinking about it since yesterday. Oh. Okay. Yes. What did you come up with? That's why I've been thinking. Uh, hey, thinking about it since yesterday because I haven't put an, an answer yet. But if it's an achievement, an achievement, I would have said my PLE. Do you know PLE? PLE yeah, that is the uh the ex the national exams when you're leaving yes. primary did you well are you yes i did it primary? but 
our results never came out so but i knew i would have passed that would have been one achievement that i'm proud of but no, i can't say i'm proud of it because i never saw the results so i don't think i, do, I have any Mm-mm. i have no doubt that you will do very very well in school <laughs> even here in norway and good luck um, thank you we just have maybe four or three questions to go, but you can always add something that I didn't ask or you want to share anything. It, this is a, a flow conversation. But what, what can we as a society do to help you achieve your dreams? I think it's very similar to what I've asked you so far, for example, but you can be a little bit more specific. Uh, maybe your teachers at school, uh, your family. Uh, what can we do? What do you think? we can offer you uh, other than what you've already mentioned. Maybe your teachers at school, how can they help you, you know, achieve things that you want to achieve? Uh, your friends, uh, uh, your family, you know, whatever you can think of. Yes, you know, I have, a, apart from, apart from, what are, what is it? Uh, like working jobs or mm. like professions, I also have like dreams, you know, a dream cannot be just about working, can be anything, right? That's true. That so, is very, very true. So uh, one thing that I have always been wanting is to have an orphanage for those like kids on the streets or those orphans. Mm. Yeah, so that, that's what I really say when God blesses me with like, anything i can help do that but if the community or the people want to help me in fact mm. you know you know don't help me but if just by helping those people or those kids who really are in need mm. in fact you are helping me in some other way because oh, imagine, very if, imagine if now i hear that like if for example now the percentage of those kids who are like mm. and like on the streets i can say if now they are like uh, 90% mm. and then i hear that in in these two years i hear like it is now 30% and mm. then finally i hear that it is like 1% don't you mm. think that has helped me in some way i will save that money for the office yeah of course yes. yeah mm. you know it's it's amazing um that's a very kind heart of you it's very good to think about others i also love what you say that dreams are not just about working in the career you also have dreams that you know that uh that um concern you know your your heart's passions and your concerns as an individual things maybe you have seen in your community and i really would like to encourage those that are listening with this even i am you know encouraged by it but that don't just pursue dreams of getting money. As an immigrant, I think uh, when we get here, we want to like do as well as we can, go get all their school opportunities, chess careers and things like that. But don't forget other dreams that things that make you happy, like Miss Sephora, she loves singing. She She's passionate about, uh, you know, kids that need help, you know, things like that. So thank you for that, uh, Miss Sephora. That is wonderful. Welcome, but I also have some other dreams like meeting with some artists or celebrities. Oh. Really like, yes, that's also a dream. Like when I meet, when I meet with one, that would be a dream come true. <laughs> you know what you should do? I don't know. Maybe you already do this. You should write your dreams down, and 
And because when you, you write your dreams down, when opportunities show up for you to achieve those dreams, you are more likely to notice them right away and take that chance. So I think you should buy yourself a, a book and, and write your, or write on the computer if you're not a pen and paper person like me. <laughs> you know, write them down. I think you have so much potential. Everyone listening, we have so much potential. And out there, there are so many opportunities of like, for example, here in Norway, a normal person can start an organization by just going on a website and applying. And you mm -hmm. start an organization, you can apply for fans to help people. And I know a lot of people that do it. So everything is possible. Everything you mentioned, Ms. Sephora, is achievable. Actually, I even encourage you to dream even bigger. And I hope Thank you. If, I, if I talk to you in one or three years to come that you will have even bigger dreams because I really do believe they are all achievable. So yeah. um, we're we are, we are getting closer to the end, um, but I was wondering, uh, since you knew you came in a pandemic, things are, were a bit different, but if you could go back in time, what would you tell yourself before coming to Norway? Like, what do you wish you knew before coming to Norway? I guess I didn't see that today, but I saw oh, it yesterday. It's okay. Yes, I saw it yesterday and I didn't see it today. Let me see. Uh, okay. It can be something with school, like it can be something with any kind of information. I'm sorry, any kind of information that you wish you had. Maybe something you wish you came with. You remember what you told me? Maybe something you wish, you know, someone told you before coming. Something like that, because you know, arriving to a whole new society can be, there's a lot of surprises. And for example, myself, I always wished that I had more information about uh, the school system in Norway. I, I wish I had more information about the different paths of a career that I could take. For example, I always knew that I wanted to work with refugees earlier on in high school here in Norway, but I didn't have a lot of information of how how many paths there were available for me to work with that group of people. So mm. I always thought there was only one way of achieving something. So that is my example. So what mm. do you wish you knew? What do you wish you, you came with? Like, what do you wish you, you know, you, um, if you could go back in time, yes. how would you make yourself better uh, ready like, for this experience? Just, just like one of the things you mentioned, like the school system, I wish I knew that mm. it would be this hard to adjust with the people in my class. Oh, yeah. I, I know it is hard because I've been in Uganda once, you know, they speak English and I never knew English. I just knew how to speak French. But mm. then I had to add, it was much easier because there were also some students who could speak Swahili and I mm. could speak Swahili. Mm. Then, but I never knew it would be this much difficult. I, I adjusted to the school in Uganda, like in about one year, I was like, all good, all normal. Yeah. But then, yes. But then here, like, yes, it is one year now and it's a lot much better. But people might see that I've adjusted, like, I know very good, like, I feel so comfortable. But I, I actually don't feel that, that mm. like, Really, I'm a girl of this school, like that way. Yeah. Yes, you know, I wish I didn't be this hard. I wish. You know, I will remind you your own advice. Um, 
you give it time and i think things will fall into place and i already on the right path you're already doing the right things like i saw you on the seminar of iom speaking and i was like wow that's that's amazing so keep doing what you're doing and keep showing up when opportunity calls like for example today you went out of your way and showed up on this show to share your story and you know it's getting out of your comfort zone like you're doing right now i think i think you you will go far very far and of course mm. people will be behind you i i already have uh, that i already ha- got the feeling that your family is very supportive of you which mm. is so encouraging and i'm encouraging all parents that might listen to this encourage your children uh the immigrant experience is hard enough already so encourage your children to be the best versions of themselves and your children have so much to offer to the world to this country like miss sephora you know you have a lot to offer to this country and i just can't wait for a few years to come to see how far you're going to come but um just last question do you have any advice for young immigrants or adult immigrants they can be people who are about to come to Norway people who are already in Norway but have an immigrant uh, background it can be mm-hmm. advice about school whatever you can think of school socializing um dreaming and 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 anything you can think of any advice okay I think I have advice for those who have not yet come here, who have not yet become immigrants, but who are going to be immigrants. Because yeah. I know a lot of immigrants have like stayed here for so long, mm. and I'm just one of the new ones. Mm. But for those who are like refugees, mm. I can say that to them, because you know, when you are there in when you have not yet come to Uganda, mm. I mean to Norway or some mm. European countries or Western countries here. You know, you hear a lot of stories about the country from mm. a lot of different people. Like, mm. you know, some of them might tell you that um, he, oh my gosh, what's this? they can tell you mm. that here, um, they can tell that here, children, they pay them a lot of money. Like, they, yeah. you know, children get that money, like, monthly. They can tell you, like, they get a lot of money, this and this. And then people get their hopes high. And then when mm-hmm. they come to the place, they find out like nothing. Like mm-hmm. it's just, it's not as I expected. And then they start even maybe going to the council and telling them, why don't you pay me enough? This Why isn't mm-hmm. my salary like enough? But mm-hmm. that's the normal salary. So people yeah. just think it's just because they thought it was a lot much better. Yeah. And because of those <laughs> people who, who tell them things, people mm-hmm. come here with misconceptions. Wow. Like they yeah. get the wrong idea about something. So mm-hmm. it's much better for people if they just listen to those people, but don't listen with your heart. Just yeah. listen, like not your whole self and manage your expectations. Mm. Yes, like the most the most thing which is not with like getting their hopes high without even knowing the results the of what is going to happen. wow that is so that is so such good advice that is such good advice i i totally agree that especially how we talk about the western countries back at home in many african cultures it's like oh it's this perfect life it's paradise nothing bad ever happens here and then you arrive and you know there's a lot of uh 
walls to go through and a lot of challenges to overcome. And it can take actually a toll on the mental health. Like people can actually have a really a negative experience with their emotions, you know. And I think what you're saying, it's so, so good. Even for those who are not, who are already here, we are still trying to manage expectations and face the reality as it is and see what we can do about what is actually happening, not what we have constructed in our minds. So thank you so much for that advice. Um, is there anything you want to add? Yeah. Yes. For the immigrants who are already here in Norway, Mm. like you know some of them think okay even though i don't work they i will eat mm. i will live in a house they won't throw me out of the house mm. so they don't put in a lot of efforts to mm. change their lives they wow. just sit on their hands or they just put in less efforts because mm. i'm saying this drug i have not lived here for so long but at least i've seen people who mm. are of that kind that's why mm. i'm just saying it for those who are like here though it is somewhere which is peaceful but uh, uh, it is really important it is peaceful and it is good for you if you yeah. put in your efforts Effort, you will yeah. think it's a very bad place if you just sit on your hand but if wow. you put in your effort you'll see like no my efforts did not go in vain at least i did something wow that is yeah. that, wow that is coming from an almost 15 year old people that is such great advice we have so much potential and so many things about ourselves we can explore and become better at so thank you so much for that uh, i hope everyone that is listening is encouraged to explore your potentials uh, like i love to say immigrants have so much to offer to the country they have moved to whether at whatever age, look at this 14-year-old who insists she's 15. <laughs> but like the kind of advice you have and the kinds of wisdom that you're giving right now and keep it up, keep it up. And um, uh, we, are, we are watching and we are, we are in Norwegian, we, we say, <laughs> I can't. Uh, yeah, we are cheering you, say, you on. Yes, oh, we yeah. are cheering yeah. you on. Yeah, so... Um, if there is nothing else, I would love to thank you once again. And please, those that are listening, I encourage you to come back with comments. Uh, those that have been sharing, thank you so much. Those that have been encouraging me and giving me feedback or what we can do better. Thank you. Uh, this is how we grow by receiving feedback and getting advice. So I hope uh, you found this episode helpful and I would like to know how helpful it was for you and what your experiences or what your answers would be for this question. Do share it with your parent, a young person in your life. I think this would help them a lot. Thank you once again, Mr. Sephora. You're welcome. Thank you to you too. Okay, of course. <laughs> this was really good and also kind of fun. Oh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Well, uh, thank you. And until next time. Okay.